Welcome to Pickleball Radio. I am your host, Chris Allen, joining you today from Asheville, North Carolina. You say, wait a minute, this doesn't sound like the Pickleball Show. Well, it is actually the Pickleball Show. It's been three years, and in that time, Pickleball has grown and evolved, and we're going to grow and evolve right along with it. Let me tell you how. There are so many great people involved in pickleball and uh, creating so much great content now that it's really too much. It's grown beyond the scope of just being able to capture it in a uh, weekly podcast. So what we need is one centralized place where you can go to, you don't have to go to everybody's blog and everybody's YouTube channel and this and that. You can come to one place, you can get one email and be brought up to date on all of the latest news in the pickleball world. Whether it's a new training, a technique, a new uh, paddle that's come out, new piece of equipment, new tournament that's on the scene, a deal, a pickleball camp in some exotic location. If it is pickleball news, I want you to know about it. So what we're going to do going into 2018 is wrap all this great training and content and everything that's out there, wrap it up into one nice little bundle and deliver it straight to your email inbox every morning for free. It's called Pickleball News, and on this podcast, Pickleball Radio, we're going to talk about everything that's happening in the world of pickleball. If you're a subscriber to the Pickleball Show podcast, you don't have to do anything. You are automatically subscribed to Pickleball Radio, and if you are a member of PBX Club, you are automatically subscribed to Pickleball News, so you don't have to do anything either. One thing I would like you to do, though, if you have a friend that you think would like to get the latest Pickleball News delivered to them, tell them to go to pickleballnews.com and sign up for free. We've got a special gift for them and a special gift for you if you're already signed up. And again, if you are a PBX Club member from the Pickleball Show, you are automatically signed up. So that free gift is waiting for you right now in your email inbox. More on the free gift at the end of the show. First, I want to bring in the hardest working person in pickleball from pickleballtournaments.com, Melissa McCurley. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Chris. How are you doing? Doing well. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Oh, it was outstanding. Had the opportunity to spend it here in Arizona. The temperatures were about 10 degrees above normal, so it it was warm, but hey... Nothing better than spending your Thanksgiving by the pool. (laughs) Now, I mentioned that it's been so much fun talking with all these people. Uh, You and I have have had the opportunity to talk with, you know, Simone Jardim, Scott Moore. It's always so great to have you with me to talk to these people. But sometimes I think, I mean, you're in the middle of all of this stuff. Nobody's got their finger on the pulse of the pickleball scene like you do. And sometimes I think, well, you know, I need to just talk to Melissa, get your take on things. So I just wanted to to talk to you real quick about nationals uh, that took place uh, just a couple of weeks ago, and then maybe get you to gaze into your crystal ball and uh, see what 2018 looks like and where you think the game is headed and the tournament scene is headed and everything else. Would that be okay? I'd be happy to. Let me just get that ball out right now, kind of dust it off. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. (laughs) Well, let's look at nationals real quick. The Open Division winners. Congratulations, Daniel Moore, Matt Wright taking the men's open, Uh, Tyson McGuffin taking men's singles, and uh, Lucy Kovalova, along with Matt Wright, took uh, the mixed open. Now, uh, with Daniel Moore, is he the first person to win men's open doubles with two separate partners? Because he oh, won gosh. one with, with our friend Matthew Blom, uh, was it two years ago? 
And then, uh, and then this year he won with Matt Wright. I was wondering if that was the first time that somebody's done that. I don't know. I'd have to look. I, I don't think it is, but possibly could be. Corinne Carr, Simone Jardim taking women's open doubles again, and Simone taking women's open singles. Steve Kennedy, Scott Burr doing the senior men's open. Uh, Scott Moore once again taking men's open singles. Chris Anderson, Kevin Booth taking the senior open mixed doubles and uh, seen a little bit about them, but uh, for somebody, and maybe they're, you know, you see their names all the time, but uh, I think me and a lot of people on the East Coast, maybe we don't see their names a whole lot. Well, right now you're forgetting the most important one on the list, and it is my mom, Linda Dillon, and her partner, Jeff Stone, taking the Yay! silver in nationals in the 4-5, <laughs> plus. Congratulations, <laughs> Linda. <laughs> Uh, so, so that's that's really, uh, at least for me, there were so many medal winners. I thought that the USAPA did a fantastic job in adding the age and skill divisions um, to the nationals this year. It gave so many more people an opportunity to become a national champion competing in their skill and age level, as opposed to prior years, it pretty much became uh, two open championships, if you will, mm -hmm. by just having the age uh, divisions and then uh, ending the week in the open division. So uh, that added a new dynamic. The crowds were larger than ever, Chris, and the excitement around demo day and vendor day and and uh, all of the people that were trying new uh, products and um, that were just soaking in the environment was pretty impressive to see. And I had multiple vendors tell me it was by far uh, the best nationals and best event that they had had, uh, hands down. Every year keeps getting better, bigger, more popular. For people that want to be able to relive part of the experience, another thing that was added for the year is a broadcast on CBS Sports Network, which will be on Wednesday, December the 6th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, uh, in which people can have an opportunity once again to see pickleball at its uh, highest level and uh, perhaps other levels um, all right on a national stage. Coming up December 6th, 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Check your local listings for the CBS Sports Network. And uh, rounding out the Open champions, we've got uh, Gigi Lamaster and Lisa. I've always heard her name pronounced differently. Can you give me the official pronunciation? Lisa Namu. Namu. Okay. It's, yeah. Uh, an outstanding player. And I know you mentioned Chris and Kevin, uh, and then I got distracted with uh, my mom, you know, in her <laughs> championship. So, but uh, Chris and Kevin, certainly they're from the West Coast in California. And I remember watching Chris play last year. And in fact, I went up to, and, and chatted with her this year and said, you know, Chris, when I saw you play for the first time, I said, I've never seen a woman hit a ball so hard. I mean, she has got some great power, accuracy, uh, consistency. And she and Kevin teamed up this year just to, to be the best team for that day. And they were indeed impressive. And then rounding out the open division, uh, Lisa Namu, she also won the uh, senior open women's singles. You mentioned demo day. Did you see anything product wise that uh, you thought, "Ooh, I can't wait to get my hands on one of those? I did seem to, to be drawn a little bit more to well, if you're going to improve, you got to be drilling, right? And so those ball machines started to get a little more of my interest because of that, because of, as this game continues to uh, evolve, and I think we've heard this from many of the um, guests that you have had on, just how important it is to be able to drill. So that's something that if you can get your hands on, you can actually go out and, and practice on your own if you don't have access to 
to someone else to play with. In fact, on Bender Day, John Germstead and I were laughing because he said he needed he needed uh, needed a ball machine because he said that he has no friends, so he has to play all by himself. <laughs> and while we're handing out congratulations, got to congratulate Mrs. John Germstead. That would be the one and only C.J. Germstead who became. USAPA Vice President. We are all lucky to have her looking out for us. Oh, no doubt. I, I first uh, met CJ when she came on uh, handling the social media, the, the Facebook and the Twitter and and uh, just her energy and her enthusiasm in every role that she plays is just contagious. And I, I look forward to that energy being brought into her vice president role because there's no doubt she'll uh, continue to have impact and influence. And we're all very lucky to have her as a great ambassador and now vice president uh, for the USAPA. One of the other great things about Nationals this year was the, I guess, the inaugural kickoff for the uh, Pickleball Hall of Fame. Oh, my goodness. That looked like uh, just a great experience. Yeah, so Rusty Howell was there from Pickleball Channel and doing a great job capturing that moment uh, from historical perspective. But it was just a fantastic night. It was very well organized by Seymour Rifkin and the USAPA and uh, just a special night that brought many people to tears and you could just see the the pride and just the passion and how much this game meant to people that started it well before any of us were on the scene. Mm -hmm. You know, meeting Sid Williams from the early 80s, you know, from racquetball into pickleball, he was really the first person to start the USAPA and he was just couldn't believe what he was seeing uh, there at the Nationals. So to be able to be a part of another historical event and the Hall of Fame certainly was and see people be recognized for their significant impact and impressions that they've had on the game that has really paved the path to where we are and, and eventually where we'll go in the future was just a really touching evening, Chris, and one that I personally will, will never forget. Well, let's do this. Let's take a quick break and uh, go ahead and, and uh, polish up that crystal ball. I want to get your thoughts about 2018 and what you see. We're talking with Melissa McCurley from PickleballTournaments.com. This is Pickleball Radio. The U.S. Open Pro Division awards 48 medals. This year, 21 of those went to pros using an Engage paddle. To really get what makes Engage the best, you need to walk onto the court with one. Go to EngagePB.com and try any paddle risk-free for 30 days. You're guaranteed to play with more power and more control than you've ever experienced before. Or simply return it for a full refund. Engage will even cover the shipping. Play better, have more fun, and take your place on the medals. Stand. Go to engagepb.com. This is Pickleball Radio. I am your host, Chris Allen, joined today by Melissa McCurley from pickleballtournaments.com, aka the hardest working person in pickleball. She has her swami hat on. She's got her crystal ball in front of her. Want to find out what Melissa thinks we might see in 2018? Who better than the great Melissa to predict? what's going to happen with pickleball <laughs> well, I, yeah what's going to predict the unpredictable <laughs> 2018 is going to be the year of and then what would you say the year of 
continued uh, expansion. That's really all I can uh, give. I know that's not very, very fancy or very entertaining or anything like that. But well, we uh, can dress I, it think up. I use the well, yeah, but I've used the word explosion so much. And I mean, it's beyond that now. So, um, you know, you mentioned Spain and, and the growth overseas continues to be uh, quite impressive. You know, next summer, There'll be a, another uh, event overseas in, in England. I think that'll be announced on the Super Senior website coming up here next week. And uh, it's going to be called the uh, Spitfire, the Spitfire Cup, July oh. 18th through like the 22nd. And then the Bainbridge Cup uh, is something that will continue as well. My understanding that'll go through some kind of a bid process for other countries to be able to bid on having the Bainbridge Cup. I mean, how exciting is that? Yeah, that is. So the Spitfire Cup, this is something that is an exclusive. You heard it here first on Pickleball Radio and PickleballNews.com. This is it. This is the first. Well, there you go. We need some breaking news music because this is a PickleballNews.com exclusive. <laughs> well, the other thing, the other thing that I see, you know, I spend a lot of time on the East Coast. So what we're seeing is a lot of new facilities going up in places that uh, people might not think large facilities would go into. An example, you got a town of about 20 to 22,000 people in Griffin, Georgia, and here's this 18-court facility uh, in, in a park, just beautiful. And um, it, their thoughts are build it and they would come. And, you know, they uh, coming is just not around uh, pickleball tournaments. And we hosted uh, four of them there this year. But it's a it's about an opportunity for people to learn about pickleball, to have more social activities, to have league type activities. So I think leagues are something that will continue to get more momentum, will continue to become more popular. What about on the court? What about strategy wise? Do you see anything in your crystal ball, any predictions, any trends that you see for 2018 in terms of a, a winning strategy? You know, we talked a lot in 2017 about the hard game and how pickleball has become like mini tennis. Uh, so I think that we'll continue to see people bring in a hard game, also have the ability to turn that into a soft game and people that will need to be successful at competing at certainly the higher levels. And when I say higher levels, you're talking your four fives and, and above be able to bring that power game, but also be able to soften that uh, game at the same time in order to have a uh, well-rounded offense game, defense game, uh, to be able to move into the future. That will continue, Chris. That's I don't see that changing in 2018. Anything else as you peer into the crystal ball? Um, the lob also for 2018. People, if you haven't learned how to, to uh, do the lob or to de defend the lob, that's something that you should also work on as, as part of your game as well. The other, you know, what I, I'm going to predict that for 2018, the whole thing around balls and ball controversy is no longer going to be a uh, part of our, our language going wow. into 2018. Really? <laughs> All right. Yes, because it's kind of like Barney was talking about, you know, it's my favorite line about the snowflakes. <laughs> um, but I, I think that because there's been so much around the ball that people have, you know, have gotten to a place where, you know, the ball's going to be the ball. I've got to bring my game and adapt to whatever that's going to be. Why don't you pick out your snowflakes that you want to ski on, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I predict that will still be my favorite line, even in 2018. I've messed around with pickleball so much, I'm sick of it. <laughs> 
that was probably the highlight of the year was you and I talking with uh, with Barney there. And uh, what a, what an amazing guy. Certainly was one of them. The, what was that? The hundredth episode of the Pickleball Show. Yeah. Now we're going to, uh, to ring in 2018 here and keep doing everything we can do to help grow the game, grow it up, grow it out. And uh, we'll see how how those predictions come true well remember i started that off with uh, expect the unpredictable you did you covered yourself <laughs> you definitely well, you have did because there's no way i mean i i you know i think you and i um before we got on the show here we're talking a little bit about uh, people ask me melissa do i need to stay up at midnight to register for a tournament and i'm like yeah, you know what i at this point i I have to say, sure, because gone are the days where you could take weeks or months to even register for a tournament. And so as a result, it's requiring us all to think differently about how we might handle registrations. So we're, we're currently going through um, uh, early uh, type registrations um, for some of the tournaments that give people an opportunity to secure a spot based on, on different criteria that's set up by a, pr- a specific tournament director. And then we at PickleballTournaments.com are looking at adding options uh, for tournament directors to uh, better uh, handle volume and for us to ver- better handle volume by allowing things like uh, skill levels to, so this day, you know, three, five and below would register. This day, four, oh, and above would register. And uh, take out some of that, what's become anxiety, really, for everybody involved. I've always said pickleball people are some of the most patient people and and, uh, some of the best people in the entire world. So I would just tell them that there are a lot of people looking at what can be uh, done to help improve the experience for people that are competing in these events that are very high in demand. I want to thank you so much for getting out that crystal ball and just giving us a sneak peek into 2018. And we sure are looking forward to it. Melissa McCurley from PickleballTournaments.com. And of course, do not think of planning a pickleball tournament without putting the services of PickleballTournaments.com to work for you. The hardest working person in pickleball, that is Melissa McCurley. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Chris. I mentioned earlier I had a free gift for you. More on that after the break. Find out for yourself why almost half the medals awarded in the pro division of this year's U.S. Open were won using an Engage paddle. Go to EngagePB.com and try any paddle risk-free for 30 days. That's EngagePB.com. One of our favorite people here at Pickleball Radio is Mark Renison from Third Shot Sports. He is a great player and a great teacher, one of the best pickleball coaches you will ever run across. Mark makes really entertaining and informative videos, and Mark has made a special video for Pickleball News. The title of the video is The Seven Essential Skills for Championship Pickleball. And you will not find this video on Mark's YouTube channel. You will not find it on his website. The only place you'll see this video is when you sign up for Pickleball News. You can do that for free at pickleballnews.com. You'll get a link to the video right away. That is our free gift to you. It will definitely take your game to the next level. The seven essential skills for championship pickleball. Be sure and check it out. If you are a PBX Club member, you are automatically subscribed to Pickleball News. So that free gift is waiting for you in your email inbox already. If you're not a subscriber, you need to go ahead and be one. Go to pickleballnews.com. I'm Chris Allen, and this is Pickleball Radio.